I feel so much better that we got that ID and right and the, all of the theme song and and all of that stuff. All right. He's in. All right, Michael Babcock is, is in. All right. We'll get to him in just a moment. And uh, so let's, a couple things I've been doing this week is setting up phones, um, doing that, a uh, little computer work, nothing real major, but wow, when you dig deep into these phones, there are a lot of potential features and maybe Michael will give us a few information. I found another um, phone company and so we're going to talk about that who's trying to get in the space of of uh, Michael's company. So we'll, we'll talk about that too. It's called the Real Sam 2. I've never heard of it and it may never come to fruition who knows you never know about these type of things but other than that things are good um we're involved with some meetings here trying to save our golf course and preserve our way of life here in southwest florida so let's go to michael Loff. have we no we haven't done you yet have we michael no uh well, we get ready to launch my new website on Friday. It is a collection of accessible Windows software, and in addition to that, we're writing some kind of how-to articles. But uh, So we're officially launching it Friday, April 1st. I guess you could call it a soft launch now. Let a few folks play with it and kind of get input and see what they think. But that's over at lawware.com, L-A-U-F-W-A-R-E.com. And... Uh, chose that name aside from being my own name that LAUF in German means to run uh, so stuff to run your computer you know we have a little fun that we have an experimental page at lawforcom slash radio that is tunable radios uh, web based online receivers what they call SDR software defined radio so you can actually tune into different radios around the world and tune up and down the dial. Right now they're AM and shortwave. I'd like to find some FM stations, but that doesn't seem to be real big right now, because uh, when I research it, most people are installing filters to suppress FM signals from interfering. But So we're still working on that. That's another project down the road. But anyway, we're launching Lawware, and I hope it is a good contribution to the blind, low-vision community by having accessible software right now in about 25 categories. Eventually, we may expand it up to about 40, but right now we're so we got audio players and uh, web browsers, six different web browsers you can use, and of course, email. Right now, we're just recommending Thunderbird. Now, down the road, I think we may get more into some cloud based online type services. So, anyway, we're um, like I said, launching it Friday. I'm going to market it out to all the different people who do podcasts and uh. Send it out in some email lists and just get the word out. And there's a submission form so people can submit accessible software that I just didn't happen to cover. I'm just one person. But we have about twenty, about 200 programs. Anyway, that's what we're doing and having a good time with it so far. Well, very, very, very good. Um, all right. Uh, let's go to Jeff 
Bennett, the one I have the most fun teasing. Uh, my 20th cup of coffee. No, I'm doing very well. Thank you. I will also just have to say that i got to give Mike compliments, his kudos on his Loftware.com website. I've looked at it. Of course, I've gone to the radio section, and I'm probably going to try to do a demo of the of the radio receivers uh, using that in the Kiwi website to uh, to show how you can work with these receivers. And uh, I had my semi annual physical with my with my nurse practitioner, and she says, "I you know I'm really worried about you. You're getting older. I want to make sure you're okay. I've, I've scheduled the lab for you. You know, and it's in the same place where I get my doctor's visit." And I said, Laura, I'm going to be fine. Don't worry about it. She says, no, I'm worried. I want to make sure your blood pressure is a little high, but I think it was white coat syndrome because I checked it. I had a neighbor who has a uh, sphygmobanometer, which is a talking blood pressure machine. It was back to normal again, so I don't know. But needless to say, I looked at my lab results. Um, Tim can talk about this, too, because he has the same thing called my chart. And then, Mike, I think you have it as well. And my sister was telling me about it because she has it as well. Her doctor's involved with it. It's through Trinity Health. And I looked at my lipid panel, and I looked at my glucose testing, and the lip, everything was in normal limits. And when I looked at my glucose numbers, my A1C was 5.5, and my sugar was 90. And Laura, the, the, for the nurse practitioner, put a comment in there that says all lab results are perfect. And, it, and on every panel that she read, she put that same comment in. So I guess, I guess I'm going to be around for a while. Lord knows... I'll be as irascible as ever, but I'll be around for a while. And so oh. things are good here in Albany, New York. Over to you, Bill. Don't we know it? Don't we know it? Don't <laughs> we so know tr- it? That's so uh, true. Let's go to Chris and Dave. Well, we're good. It's cold. It's snowing or something. It's supposed to be 53 today, though. But, Jeff, um, we have my UPMC, and I can see it as well. It's really good, but... My A1C was 5.4. Oh, that's oh. great. <laughs> you, you're off your meds now, though, oh. aren't you? <laughs> yeah. You don't well, have to I've take been that. i for a long time. Now, what about Dave? I mean, are you are you strict with Dave? or does I I know that, uh, do you give him a hard time about no, what he, he eats? No, he does pretty well. Okay, so you're not you're not playing Nurse Ratchet today, okay? No. I got you. By no, the way. he eats what he eats. So do I. <laughs> I, I wish I could. But uh, I finally did get my medicine back on March 25th. So it's only 25 days without my medicine. So we'll see what they say when I go to the doctor today. Um, But we are back on. And now that I've got said phone up and working, I will put back on my uh, thing. I'll put everything back on, and we'll be testing and and going again. So we'll we'll have it done by the end of the day, I think. If I don't run out of time to do everything. Yesterday it was okay. All right. Oh, don't forget about Tim. You didn't. You didn't introduce. Yeah, we're him. gonna. We're, we're, Jeff, you're on coffee number seven. That's right. I we, we were <laughs> the next thing we were going to get to Tim. I got distracted by the caller. Uh, we don't raise our hands because we have guests and we have other things. There we go. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean for you to leave the meeting. I just want you to hold tight just a moment, and we'll get to you. All right, Tim, go ahead, please. 
Good morning. It's uh, crummy weather here. Snow and 30 deg 32 degrees, I should say. So uh, probably won't stay around very long. But um, anyway, and we're supposed to get rain mixed with snow all day long. So uh, it, can, it can only get better, Tim. Yeah, that's what I figure. Well, they're saying highs in the 50s by next week again. So hopefully it will be. Anyway, and uh, having a pretty nice time setting up my new phone, although there wasn't much to do to set it up. A few things got lost in the shuffle, or, well, not really lost, because I kind of figured they would, um, like my BART password, which I can't remember what it is, but we'll find that out today. <laughs> anyway, but uh, bought an iPhone SE 3 and I really like it. So we we switched over. We have Pixel phones now, Pixel Pros. Um, and they're pretty nice, too. Just a little bit different. We have to slide the on the volume button. You can hit a button, and you can change your tone, and you make your phone more go into a wide stereo mode. And they're... There's some few things different, but we just did it for the challenge of it. But it's a good phone. You know, while we've got this gentleman in here, Mr. Babcock, um, you want to come and say a few words to us? Or you want to join us um, in discussion? Certainly. i got no problem with talking. Talking is what I used to get paid for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I did too. Yeah, I used to. <laughs> yep, yep, used to, and then yeah. you know, well, and then COVID. Uh, so I, I am Michael Babcock. You guys have mentioned uh, the phones and stuff, and as people know, I am working for AT Guys, and we currently sell the Blind Shell Classic Two. I also just heard about the Real Sam Two phone, and am intrigued to hear more about it and to see where that goes. Um, and yeah, I'm open to answering any questions you guys may have. And I will tell you, this Real Sam phone is over thirteen hundred dollars. The Blind Shell Classic Two is four hundred eighty-nine U.S. Well, okay, but you've got a little bit of advantage over them right now. I'm just speaking generically in the fact that. This hasn't come to market yet, and they've still got some ways to go. So my understanding is is that they are to market. Is that incorrect? Because well, I was under the impression that they can be activated on any carrier in the U.S., but maybe I misheard. I well, what I, I heard they were on the Tech Talk uh, podcast show, and I guess it was a week ago Monday, and they said it was about two weeks. They were waiting for some boxes to actually ah, ship the phones, but gotcha. But the other thing I thought was interesting is they said it was a, uh, a Samsung A32. Right. I know the 52s are like $400, right, or four ninety nine. So but I see, don't know what, based on the numbers we're talking about. all that custom, custom $300 phone. $300 phone and $1,000 markup to make it accessible? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> hey, if you can get it, Michael, get it. No. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with the Blind Shell Classic too, not because we sell it. It's it's a nice little device, and something people aren't aware of is is it okay if I jump in here for a couple uh, moments? 
I have you can talk and talk Perfect. and talk. All right. So the original Blind Shell phone was a uh, not produced by the Blind Shell company, but they put their software on the Blind Shell phone. Um, so that was a, a it worked out well. Um, there was, of course, some challenges because it was the first iteration. Uh, but the nice thing about the Blind Shell Classic 2 is the Blind Shell team produces the phone and the software. So they're able to better control what happens with the device if if something doesn't work properly they have access to everything instead of just the software and that's what has me excited about it also um it it is fully tactile everything on it talks and that my understanding was that the other device we were talking about uh did involve a touchscreen and most of the customers that i work with want absolutely nothing to do with a touchscreen it doesn't matter if it's just draw one line or or touch in one spot of the phone they like the reassurance of the tactile buttons and that makes a huge difference for people who are are uh, either new to blindness or uncomfortable with interacting with a flat surface can i ask you a question mike oh, i'm sorry of go ahead, course. do you have one handy and, and the reason i'm asking you know, i'm more i know i'm putting you on the spot so if i am let, you can tell me but if you had one handy maybe we could hear what it sounds like if you have one handy uh, I do have one handy, and I'm gonna. I, I, I was not prepared for this, so I don't well, have it. We understand, the mixer, but there's but nothing better than putting you on the spot. I'm sorry, I was gonna kill me after this. <laughs> yeah. I know. Hey, not a problem. <laughs> if 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 Michael would stop losing patch cables, I could have just plugged it into the mixer. But you know that that that's how it goes. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and hit the button here. Six twenty-one a.m. Let me turn this up a little bit. Seven, volume eight. That's good. Call, messages, contacts, applications, settings, manual. Turn off the phone. And that's the same. That's the seven menu options. So you go through. You have call, messages, contacts, applications, settings, a manual, and then the turn off the phone option. And I simply use the down button to get through those. So real quick, I'll describe the layout of the phone on the front face of the phone because it doesn't flip open it doesn't slide open it's a what's called a candy bar style phone and across the top row of buttons going from left to right is an info button that's where you get your battery status notifications and signal status uh to the right of that is a horizontal line that's the up arrow i call it an arrow it's not actually an arrow but it's the up button and then to the right of that is my favorite button because i have people always talking to me even though i'd like to be the one doing all the talk and that's the repeat button. If you miss something or you don't hear what the phone says, you simply press that button. What was the last thing it said? Let's see if it'll tell me. Turn off the phone. So the last thing it said was turn off the phone. And it had been a couple of seconds. Uh, so it, it remembers the last thing it said. If you have difficulty with hearing or understanding the voice that I have it on, there are currently in the English uh, or in the U.S. English Region, there are eight different voices. They do use the Google text-to-speech engine, so you are able to hear those voices clearly, and they're, di they're fairly distinct. Um, and if you press and hold that repeat button, that top right button, you then will get it to spell what the uh, last thing it said was. On the second row, going from left to right, is a green call button. It also has, tactically, a larger circle on it. So you can distinguish that between the info button, which feels like a little dot, and the green call or confirm button, which it feels like a bigger circle. And that's also what you use to confirm. So if I wanted to turn off the phone, I'd simply press this green button. Do you want to turn off the phone? 
one of one. And that asked me if I want to turn off the phone, which I don't want to because I'm getting ready for a demo in about two hours. Uh, but the other thing is, is to the right of that button, there's another horizontal line. That's the down arrow. That's what you use to go down or to the next menu option. And then to the right of that is a slanted line. In the manual, it's described as a slash. I've never seen a slash because I've been blind all my life, but I'd like to believe that it looks like a slash. It's a slanted line. And you press that to go back. Now, one thing to be aware of is if you press and hold the slanted line, you'll hear something like 6.24 a.m. Because it is 6.24 a.m. here, and uh, that will always take you back to what I call your home base, which is where you go and you can get back to that call, uh, messages, contacts, applications, etc. And then on the right edge of the phone is a vertical line that you press once to get to your favorite applications, or you press and hold it, and that'll invoke the assistant slash dictation. If you're typing, you can use that to speak to your phone, or you can press and hold it to say something like open calls or open messages or call Jim. So hopefully that helps a little. So that, That's great. Go ahead, Jeff. So if I want to send you a text message, will it tell me, will the phone relay the information automatically will it make a beeping noise like an iPhone what does it do when you get text messages and things like that so so I don't have a SIM card in here so I can't demo that but when you get a text message you will get an audio notification when you press and hold that back button it'll say one notification 626am and then to get to your notifications you press that top left button the info button and the first option is notifications so you press okay on that and that'll show you your messages you also can go down to messages in the main menu and access your messages right there and i'm working on writing up a guide i might send it over to michael loft if he's interested uh, on how to send text messages with the blind shell phone because it is such a basic phone sometimes people overcomplicate the process uh so it's it's good to have that type of stuff in writing for sure oh yeah and uh, it's like on my my new pixel i got i'm fixing the button everything so i can make it easy and hit one button to power this phone down or you know this many this key to launch this or whatever so in essence doing a lot of the same things you're doing right there but just doing it on my pixel because i want it simple for me is that the pixel 6 pixel 6 I am slightly. I have the Pixel Five here, and I, I kind of am interested in the Pixel Six. I don't know if you've seen it, but Google announced. I want to say it was two weeks ago that now for individuals they have two-way real-time captioning on calls, which means if you have difficulty with holding the phone up to your ear, or if you are unable to verbally communicate on the Pixel Six and Six Pro, you can type your responses to people who you're on the phone with, and it will use text-to-speech on the other end to let the other person hear you and then it will translate what the other person is saying to text and display that on your screen yeah we're just tapping the potential on that like i said i just started that well they sent us the wrong one first but i just started yes after i got off of sports lounge yesterday started working on it last night and got it mostly back up we've got one caller beth did you have a a question related yeah. to um yeah is this phone? um is, is the, with this phone when when you're charging it will it tell you once it's fully charged 
It does. And another thing about this, so I, I work for AT guys, and we, we have this new fancy accessible power bank, which tells you how much battery is left uh, using beeps and vibrations. And I can demo that real quick if you want. But yeah. the nice thing about this is I have the phone plugged into it, and when you plug it in, it'll make this sound. List of favorite applications is empty. Well, it won't say that because Michael hit a button with this one and one. Fingers, but. I like. Oh, I love it. And that tells you that it's now charging. And oh. then the accessible power bank, because it's charging, vibrated twice to let me know. And then I can press the one button on this power bank and see how much battery I've left on it. And I don't know if you heard it vibrate. Let me switch it over to beep. I, I heard it. Yeah. Sure, so sure. That's the beep. And then if I press this button once, that tells me the power bank has 100%, so I'm good to charge the phone. So you count the beeps, and it tells you if like if it's, yep. safe, it's 75%, it might be three beeps, and yep. 50% would be two. Well, how cool is that? I really like it. And the uh, $75 one that we have it will charge the Blind Shell Classic phone approximately three times. We have a $99 one that will charge it about six and a half times. Whoa. What operating system does the Blind Shell use? Do you know offhand? I do. Um, so... I'm going to say this, but I want people to understand. It, 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 take it with a grain of salt. The Blind Shell Classic 2 does run on a modified version of Android. And now everything's beeping at me in the background. does run on a modified version of Android. Um, so you, you don't see the Android operating system. And I use air quotes when I say see. You don't interact with the Android operating system because they've added the menu structure. So everything is simply uh, that up and down menu. You press OK to confirm or the back button to go back. But uh, underneath everything, it is the uh, uh, version of Android that's been customized, which does give you the flexibility of running tools like Be My Eyes on it. Or you can use WhatsApp on it. There are currently 42 different applications that are fully accessible and uh, easy to interface with, and there are no unlabeled buttons. <laughs> so I couldn't, I couldn't I go to the Android say that. store. You <laughs> could not go to the Android store. Correct? I mean, the Google Google store. We correct. have one more hand raised, Bill. Uh, David Myers, yeah. David, do you have a question about what we're talking about? Go ahead. Yes, I do. Sure, um, go ahead, please. Question: The question I have is: Is this phone restricted to T-Mobile at the present time? At the present time, it is currently restricted to T-Mobile due to certification requirements that AT and T and Verizon currently have. It has the technology to be on those networks, but right now it can only be activated on T-Mobile. Is there plans to change that in the future? I don't have any information about that. Uh, I, I know it's a well-requested feature from people to be able to activate it on other networks, but yeah. I'm not involved in those decisions. Will that work on the uh, the resellers of T-Mobile, like yes. uh, Mint Mobile or something like that, where they could save, save money and still, would that work? Yep. Yep, as long as the network is T-Mobile compatible. So I'm going to pick on one of them. I think it's Net10. We'll do all four networks. So if you had that service, you need to make sure that they send you a T-Mobile compatible SIM card. Otherwise, it would not be able to be activated. Uh, but as long as you have a T-Mobile compatible SIM card, you are good to go on any of those mobile networks. At ATGuys.com, we have a link to Whistle Out with 28 different uh, mobile virtual network operators. Wow. Wow, we got another question for Yeah, we do for Michael. Bob out in uh, Michigan. Go ahead, Bob. Unmute yourself, please. Good morning. Would you be able to use the 
Zoom app, and if so, would you be able to mute and unmute yourself? So right now you cannot use Zoom app. You can use the call-in feature that it sounds like you may be using, I think, Bob. Uh, but, but it does not have the Zoom application. That is one that's came up a couple of times. So I know we've sent that over as a request to the Blind Shell team. Thank you. Yeah, that would so, be nice for Zoom. In fact, we just got a TV, some little, I didn't even know it, but it has Zoom on the television. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Can you unmute yourself, please? Um, Hi, Jeff and everybody. Um, I found out something. I don't. I don't know. It it was called. It's called Gluco Down. Something about um, a a drink you can take. Well, wait a second, Gail. We're we're talking about the blind shell. Oh, sorry about that. You have a question related to that. I'm sorry. Will you come back? Sorry about that. Um, no, I don't have a question about the blind shell. Well, you come back and we'll talk and talk and talk. I was just curious, how do you send a text? Would you be able to dictate it? Or? You, you have two, three ways to send a text message. That vertical button on the right-hand edge of the phone that is the dictate slash assistant button that also plays as your favorites button, um, you press and hold that. It'll say, let me see if I can get to do it real quick. It's not going to do it because I don't have a text message, but I'll, I'll give you a, or a SIM card, but I'll give you a quick demonstration of it. If I press and hold it, you'll hear it say, uh, Nope, of course. You know, when you're doing live demos, it doesn't work the way you expect. Oh, cool. Here you go. I listen after a beat. Open messages. Opening messages. Write SMS to contact. So that took me into my messages. You guys didn't hear it, but when it was listening, I felt a brief haptic vibration. So I knew that the phone was actually listening to me and not frozen, which I think is a a great added benefit. So that opened the messages. I could have, if I would have had a SIM card in here, say, send a message to Bob. And then it would say, it would ask me, or uh, it would put me in the message thread to Bob. And that would put me at the bottom of it. And then I could either type in my message or dictate it using that button. Now, by typing in, some of us will remember this. Some people might not. But it does use a T9 keypad at the bottom. So the number 8 stands for the letters T-U-V and the number 8. So you can type in or use your voice to send a text message. Mike, I owe you an apology. I didn't mean to put you on the spot this morning about demoing this thing. But, uh, Mike, hey, it's what it, I get for joining. <laughs> yeah, he's wide open. Uh, do most people dictate their messages, or do they do like you did on the Victor stream and type Most in? people dictate. Yeah, that's what I thought. Most people dictate on a regular Phone. Yep, I do iPhone. it on my iPhone. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you really the truth be told, everybody tries to make the phone as simple and as usable as possible, and that's the whole truth of it. Um, and it is a very good do. user manual. I have to say that I had a client and asked for it, and uh, so I actually read through it. Yeah, you, uh, it's something important. we'll probably get because maybe we'll teach it or. Do something with it. Uh, well, it's on to do the that. device itself, right? There's a help, and I think the manual is yep. actually on the phone, so you can go through it that way. Yep. And one of the nice things is, so the manual is the sixth option down. If you press down once and you hear it say call, so two things. 
from that mainstream where it says the time, you can simply type in a number or use the quick dial speed dial. Um, so if you wanted to set your voicemail up as speed dial number one, when it says the time, you press and hold number one, and it'll say dialing, and it'll dial your voicemail. Or you can dial a number right there from that first screen. You don't have to go into call and then dial a number. If it says the time, you can press in numbers and then press the green call button uh, directly above the number one. Now, where I was going with that, though, is if you press down once from that screen and it says call and you're like, I want to get to the manual and you know that the manual is option number six, then you simply tap number six and that'll jump you to the sixth option down in the menu and you press OK. So once you become familiar with the layout, uh, you can navigate that phone sometimes, I think, even faster than you could do on an iPhone or other devices as well. Yeah, I think there's some truth to that. Can you record on that phone? Yes, Safer. it does have a voice memos feature um, that you can use. You can also take text notes on it. And it there's a, a, a technology called NFC that is near-field near communications. And the phone ships with three stickers that you can use. And you can put them on different things and then tap the phone against the back of it and read what's on those stickers because you put the, what's on them. Uh, so I use one. Uh, I, I use... I use way around tags for this, but a way you could use a NFC sticker is put the expiration date on the, when the milk expires, for example. Then you always know that the milk expires uh, on a certain day by tapping your phone against that sticker. And then when you get a new gallon of milk, you simply, I, I would put it on a string so you don't have to use a new sticker every time. But you simply update the expiration date on it, and then you always know when the milk is going to expire. Okay. One of the things we haven't... Oh, we've got a couple of questions here. We do have some answers, but, them but do you want me to go... Yeah, let me go with but, Joe Sorensen, and then, Bob, you'll be next, because, Joe, you haven't, you haven't been in yet. So go ahead, Joe. Unmute yourself, please. Yes, I, I, do, I, I do have a question about the blind cell phone. Uh, anyway, uh, can you still get radio stations all over and, and, and podcasts? So uh, I did check, and the uh, this this podcast is in the phone as well, so it is available. Uh, and in addition, you are able to get internet radio streams on the phone. And lastly, I, I forgot to mention the most important part about this phone. On the top left edge of the phone is a headphone jack. So you can ah, plug a ah, pair of oh, headphones in and get new, FM radio stations as well. That's a new Hi. concept. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, this is that one. Um, I got a quick. I've got a quick question. How? What is the size of the phone itself? I mean, can you like put it in your pocket and go, or yes. or yeah. your or your purse or whatever and go? You can. Um, if you are familiar, uh, if you give me a couple of moments, I'll pull up the dimensions of it and I can give those to you guys in a moment. Because okay. uh, I should have memorized, but I don't. I can tell you the foam without the battery in it is 100 grams. When you add the battery, it comes out oh, okay. to be 140 grams. Anybody? Okay, oh, do we have any other questions on the panel? No, but I think Bob has had a question. Okay. Did you have one more question, Ellen, or, or is that it? Um, I thought you... Okay. Bob, can you unmute yourself, please? I think I'm unmuted, right? Yes, yeah, sure. sure. Go ahead. I think you may want to discuss this, but what kind of tech support do you have? So, 
Blind Shell announced at CSUN two weeks ago that there is now a Blind Shell authorized resell. Uh, I don't actually know the official uh, terminology of it, but it's blindshellusa.com. That's always going to be available if you, because there are several different vendors around the United States that sells the device. I can only speak for the tech support that we at AT Guys provide. So uh, if you purchase from us, I help people often with getting started with the phone. Uh, They will call me up and we'll uh, talk them through getting started on the phone. If you have any problems with the phone, first of all, with AT Guys, we offer a 14-day return window. If you're like, this just is too complicated for me, I can't use it, which has happened with uh, one or two people, uh, then reach out to us and we'll we'll help you facilitate a return. Uh, And then you do have a one-year manufacturer's warranty, um, which means that if something goes wrong with the phone, then we will help you with replacing it. Now, I did have someone who told me that he dropped his phone in a cup of coffee, and then it didn't work. Unfortunately, we can't replace the phone when you drop the phone in a cup of coffee. So uh, just keep that in mind. I've dropped it in worse places. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that. Thank you. so w- when they get the process started, do you order your phone first, then take it to a T-Mobile? What's the actual process to get started? So what I recommend people do is order your phone. Um, if you order it before 1 p.m. Eastern, it'll ship out the same day. Typically, you'll get it three to five days after that. Take the phone then into T-Mobile or wherever you want to get your service from. They'll get you hooked up with a SIM card. And then you'll be able to uh, get that SIM card in and you will activate service. We don't do anything with your service. So just be aware of that. If you need any tech support with service, I had a gentleman who his phone would work until he walked into his house and then it would stop working. He couldn't make phone calls. Turned out with some research that T-Mobile offers a a wireless extender that you plug into your internet and that will give you cell phone service because his house just happened to be in a dead zone where there was no service. So if you have issues like service issues, you do need to reach out to T-Mobile. Otherwise, uh, technical support with the phone is handled through us. And I'm going to go over these dimensions real quick for the lady who needed it. It is 135.2 uh, by 50.54.6 by 16.7 millimeters. So it is. It's a very small device. Um, it's it's tall, but it does fit into um, a male's pants pocket just fine. When I wear pants, most of the time it's shorts. Uh, some female pockets it'll fit into just fine, but it'll definitely be something you could just toss in a purse or a bag. One more question. How easy is it to be to get this hooked to my internet through my Wi-Fi? How, is it hard to set that up for someone who can't see? Because there are if, people who may be blind who aren't, aren't familiar with that. If you know your Wi-Fi information, it's a pretty straightforward process. That seems to be the biggest challenge, especially with these wireless routers that just put the passwords on the back. And a blind person has never needed that information in the past. Uh, so that can be the biggest challenge. But if you have your Wi-Fi name and your Wi-Fi password, you simply go to option number five in the menu, which is settings, and then option number four in settings, which is network. And the first option is Wi-Fi, and you press OK on that, and then it'll walk you through. You turn on your Wi-Fi, and then you scan for the Wi-Fi network. You press OK on that network, and then you enter the password, and then you're connected to Wi-Fi. And, and you don't have to do that again Every time you come home, you don't have to reconnect your Wi-Fi. When you're in range of your Wi-Fi, it'll automatically switch from cellular to Wi-Fi. 
Okay, I want to go back to battery charging because this is a question that my client had brought up and I read it in the manual. There's apparently some issue if you accidentally let the phone go all the way to zero. Uh, yeah. It take a while to get it started again. Uh, explain how what you have to do then. Yeah, so I try not... So first of all, the phone will start warning you at 15%, and it doesn't just warn you once like some other devices. It will tell you... I want to say it's every half hour or so. It gives you a little alert that will tell you that your battery is low. If you let the phone die all the way because of the way that the battery is in this phone, it can take three to four hours for it to charge up and to start becoming responsive again. So my recommendation is to people is when you get around that 10%, just plug it in. Uh, that's what I did is I woke up and it was telling me that the battery was low, so I plugged it in. Uh, it does charge via USB Type-C, which means you don't have to worry about what way you plug the charging cable in. It'll go into the phone either way, and then the other end plugs into a wall outlet. And when uh, you do order the phone, you do get a pair of headphones in the box and a charging brick as well as a charging cradle and cable. Nice, nice. Can you talk a little bit about how the manual is structured when you go when you go to use the manual to look at how the phone works? I'm one of those guys who likes to read the manual, but sometimes I don't. So uh, I can talk about it, or I can do this. Call. Turn off the manual. Six of seven. Line shell classic two user guide. One of eight. Getting started. Two of eight. Controlling the phone. So as you can see, I can just press the down arrow. It'll give me the getting started, controlling the phone, the functions of the phone. And then inside of each one of those, you press the OK button to get into there. We'll show you the main screen. And if I press OK to get into the main screen. The main screen is a starting point when using the phone. It provides the current time information and brief information about the number of missed notifications, such as unread messages, missed calls, etc. If there are any. The following actions can be done from the main screen. One of six. And then it doesn't tell me those actions because it under, they, they understand that you need a moment to process that information. And then you can press down to get to one of the actions. One, to open the main menu, press the confirm button, up button, or down button. Two of six. And that's how you can open the actual main menu. And so it's pretty laid out nicely. Also, if you give us a call or if you do some Googling or you ask, uh, we can we can also get you a text. Ver- well, it's an HTML version of the manual laid out very nicely with heading navigation. If you want to, if you're like myself and you like to look at it, you're going to hear beep now. Uh, if you want to look at the manual before you actually get the product. Yeah, uh, we got a friend named Dave Rieker right here on the panel who reads about 13 manuals before he gets started. No, he'll take the he'll take the phone apart and try to put it back together again. Yeah, oh, yeah can I take can, can I take it apart? You 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 can take the back and remove the battery if, if oh, that no. makes a difference. You know, that's 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 luxury in some instances now. And then you can uh, it does come with eight gigabytes of onboard storage. I think it's eight uh, gigabytes of onboard storage. But there's also a micro SD uh, slot that you can use to expand the memory if you wanted to. Before the people ask, really good. Oh. Yeah, I, I like the speech on it. Before people ask, there is not support for Bard books right now. I know that's something that they're 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 well aware of the fact that people want. Um, I, again, don't know the details of that. But there is Audible on the phone as of about two weeks, three weeks ago. You now can download Audible books, sign into your Audible account, and listen to Audible right from the phone. Yeah, I'm an, an Audible junkie, yeah. 
It does have a camera, and that's what the Be My Eyes people are able to see through. And the camera is on the back of the phone, and uh, so you can access Be My Eyes as well. So, do you think that they'll support things like barcode readers for the blind, like in some of like like I know Be My Eyes has one, but uh, other apps that would use the camera as well, uh, Mike? Um, so, Be My Eyes does not have a barcode reader, but I, I think you're thinking of seeing. I'm AI. seeing. I'm thinking of seeing yep. AI. I'm sorry. Yep, no problem. Uh, but I don't know if they're going to support barcode readers. That would be nice. But I will say another application that the phone has on it is Lookout by Google. And oh. if you haven't heard of this, this will read uh, text. It'll, it has a quick read feature, so you can quickly read text on the phone um, that's in front of you. It also has a document scanner. And Be My Eye or uh, Lookout does have a barcode scanner on the it. The best as well. I've ever seen. I have. Yep. It is the best I've ever. I, I, I think out of all of the OCR apps, Lookout amazes me the most every time. It blows. I can go through a whole bag of stuff in the kitchen. Yep. Uh, what did yeah. you say the price was again? Four eighty nine. Four eighty nine, and you can get that at atguys.com, right? <laughs> yes, you can. Or or, or call us at two six nine two one six four seven nine eight. Oh, it's in it's in Detroit. It's in Michigan. Okay. Yep. Yep. We're we, based out of Kalamazoo, Michigan. I know I, we're talking about the blind shop, but are there any other products that you would? Uh, I shouldn't do this, but okay, maybe I shouldn't do this, but. He's so, had so eight things. or nine cups of coffee. He's medicated. Bill, hey, Bill's going to kill me after the show. I know. I've only had two. I'm, 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 I needed to get my, my third one. I've got to catch up to you. No, so we do offer several different products. We have folding keyboards. We have uh, Orbit readers. By the way, I do have one Orbit Reader 20 in stock right now, if anyone's interested. 20 plus, sorry. Uh, we have the Orbit Writer, which is a Braille input device. It's a Braille keyboard that you can use with your uh, Bluetooth devices. We have those accessible power banks that I was talking to you about a folding Bluetooth keyboard, way around tags, and uh, several cases for any of your uh, product needs. And then we also have a few different headsets as well. And a lot of different cables you need, too. Yes, lots of cables. And good good point, Mike. Uh, we do have some, two speakers right now. We have the 24-watt speaker and the 40-watt Bluetooth speakers that uh, can provide some substantial sound for sure and we are planning to be at both of the major national conventions so some people are like what are what are what do your speakers sound like i'd rather hear them in person uh there will be opportunities for that if you guys are if any of you are attending those conventions and michael and on our panel here along with myself bill sparks knows jj pretty well we've done some conventions or some demos with them before and we've mm-hmm. done some other work so we 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 know AT guys pretty well <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we pretty have one good. more hand raised okay Charles can you unmute yourself please Charles is one that got this yeah. started um, I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to express my thanks to everybody for um, talking about the blind shell and all that stuff and thank you Michael for coming on to doing it and I really do appreciate everybody's efforts in doing so hey charles you're always a pleasure to speak to and and thank you for sharing information about this show because i had no information about it until you called and told me about it and and i'm thankful to be here so thank you 
Okay, you're welcome. So um, I just wanted to say that, and I'll let you get back to doing what you're doing. And again, well, thanks a lot. And Michael can come back anytime, and we'll talk technology or AT guys or updates on the phone or just about anything, radio, whatever. Um, and before we let Mike go, does anyone else have any questions? We want to. I, I want to ask Mike: Have you found for AT guys uh, anything comparable to I bought originally from you that Matthias Bluetooth keyboard? It's an awesome keyboard. That is an amazing keyboard. I have heard. I need to go pick one up for myself. We don't offer that one anymore. The I don't only know if they key- still make it. I'm not sure if it's still uh, they, they do still make it. Um, I, from my understanding, you can buy it directly from Matthias or from Amazon. Um, but the only thing that we have that would be slightly comparable, and it's definitely not the same, but it is there, is the pluggable folding Bluetooth keyboard. It folds into the size of a small paperback, and you unfold it. It's a full-size keyboard minus the number pad. Um, but that and that's fifty four ninety five. That's probably the closest. I've seen that one. And that hey, time, that was a, a great company keyboard. called Zag Z A G. They make some good stuff. Maybe you could resell. Uh, I am adding that to my list of companies to look into. Don't they make screen protectors too? Or maybe yes, they a different do. One? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They they make screen protectors. So. Yeah, they they do a good job of that. What we noticed yesterday, Jenny and I went into down here in Naples. We went to the Best Buy store because they had to fix the phone. They have a shell of the stock that they used to have, and they don't quite have the knowledge of the people or the passion for the product so very much. You know, it 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 seems since the pandemic that that's kind of all changed most of their emphasis is selling it to you online well i think uh, my opinion of that is because you said best buy right is right where you went? yeah there best. was that and, and i don't know if it's still going on but last year there were those organized uh run in steal stuff and then run out of the store and that may have some influence on the actual in-person stock that they carry, too, for the, the employee safety. I knew I should quit running out of that store. <laughs> yeah. And if that was going on in California, if I remember correctly. So. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's just too bad. But you used to be able to go there and look at, for example, laptops or, you know, computers, desktops, whatever. They used to have a geek squad. I don't even know. Um, if they still have that. It's still there because I keep getting, I have Best Buy on my phone and occasionally I get notifications telling me about the Geek Squad and all they can do. And so, yeah, that's a, you know, that, that's a pretty good thing. Anything else you want to talk about before we uh, wrap this segment up, Michael? Is there I- anything? I think that's about it. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to us at AT Guys, and I'm going to leave the computer on here and listen to you guys in the background while I reply to some support tickets and go get another cup or three of coffee. Well, you know, you got to work like some of us, you know. Oh, I do have one more question for you. Okay. Cutting off that coffee. Do you sell any uh, iPhone batteries, battery packs? 
Well, not specifically for the iPhone, but the accessible power bank that I was telling you about does right. have USB-A and USB-C, and there are USB-A and lightning cables that can plug into your phone, but not like battery pack cases. Yeah, the reason I ask is I got the new the SE2022, and it only seems to work with the Apple cables, and as a result, it doesn't work with my battery case, so I'm not sure oh. which one to buy because... I don't know which ones are going to be supported now that they're a little more selective about the cable and the connectors. That is interesting news. Uh, aside from that, how do you like that new phone? I like the phone. Even though the battery's only like 11% stronger, I can sometimes almost get twice the life. It's a lot wow. better about saving power when you're, uh, you know, when the screen is locked and it, uh, it maybe uses no more than about 10% an hour, you know, if you're really doing something, playing the audio loud or doing video. So, uh, so far, I'm very impressed with the phone. Speaker's slightly better, nothing major, but uh, the the um, phone data is much faster. went from 30 or 40 with Verizon up to between 100 and 120, and that's just on LTE. Wow. Uh, so, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the phone. I think it's, I, I say, anyone that has something older... You know, 6S, 7, 8, even SE2 would be worth the upgrade. Now, the guy at the store told me the SE3 was really a junky phone. But he said, well, well you know, keep in mind, someone in the store has bias because they want you to spend more money. Yeah, but he's well, making that. a commission to try to sell well, it. Well, the that's exactly right. Plus, the other thing is... Our needs might be different than his needs. We don't need a camera to go bird watching or doing whatever. If if that's what you need, then if that works for you, that is all good and great. So you don't always have to listen to what they have to say in the store. I don't know what their bias would be except for you know making more money. Um, I think there's a few more bells and whistles, and I'll be talking about this when I have a little more time under my belt with the Pixel Pro. But Well, like I told you, that's part of why I bought that rather than spending money on a more fancy 13. I take that extra money that I save and put that into getting uh, some type of Google phone, and I wanted to see how you and Jenny like your 6s, Pixel 6s, because I'm really intrigued with the chips in there and the voice recognition. Curious to see how well that works for you. And it has a lot of those same features that Michael was showing um, with the blind shell phone, too. That part where you held down and, you know, when you were um, trying to send a text or whatever, it sounded a lot like uh, the Google Assistant. But, you know, it, it's a great thing, and it's a, it's a good thing that we have choices. Because not everybody, you know, people like different things. So, Michael, if you want to go have your cup of coffee, we really appreciate it. But we extend an invitation to come back any, any time. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, One other thing about the iPhone SE that is going on on a conversation in a mailing list, and then I'll stop talking to get coffee, uh, is if you... 
if you need the functionality of the U1 chip, which allows you to uh, locate things with more precise detail, then the my understanding, according to this Macworld Mac article that I'm reading, is that the SE does not have that. So it, it won't give you as precise item location, but not everyone needs that feature either. That's true. There's a program we're going to recommend for you, and it's called Luna. And it's a program that gathers all that information up for you in RSS feeds. You can just read like crazy, and it's free. So you can what go... Which website did we get that from, Jeff? That Nathan, is Nathan Tech, right? Yeah, NathanTech.com. It's called Luna RSS version 3.7. I've seen it on your uh, website, too, Michael. I yes, believe there's I, a link there. And, and, and can I also recommend, because I know you were a radio announcer at one time, that you tune into All Things Radio on Thursday nights between 6.30 and 8 east on the east and 3.30 and um, 5 on the I mean, uh, yeah, 3.30 and 5 on the west. I will do that. So and thank you guys, and I will have this on in the background while you continue on with your show, and I go get more coffee. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy it, Michael. Thank you so much. Um, back to regular programming. So if anybody had any non-related questions, I think one of them left. So, but if you yeah, have any questions. a question about glucose, glucose something or other. I don't know what you said. Okay. There's iPhone Julie. iPhone Julie. Go ahead. iPhone Julie's not going to be a big fan. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Um, I want to tell you the, my conclusion to my story last week about my small, uh, my lowercase t, putting words from a message into my phone. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I. After about three calls to Apple, <laughs> and um, an email to a woman who is an itinerant teacher, and she's real into technology, and Jonathan Mosen. Oh, you uh, you're pulling out all the big shots. Well, you know, Pam said I should do that, and I'd already thought about that. I thought I might almost even have stumped Jonathan. Actually, I, I and you know I'm not too bright, so I would think that would be pretty hard to do. But um, it's just kind of that I'm known for getting into really crazy entanglements and things. So, and two trips to Verizon. The second trip to Verizon, the woman said, "Go to Best Buy and go to the Geek Squad." And I had printed out what Pam had done. She was on a Facebook group that deals with technology, and different people had given some ideas. Um, so I went to the Geek Squad because some of the stuff I was a little afraid to try on my own. And this guy was very determined, and so uh, and he looked at the printout that I had of things to try, and it turned out the key had gotten mislabeled somehow and but he couldn't he couldn't fix that with there was you know with whatever you were supposed to tap to do it so he 
found something unassigned and set that tap and it worked and so we got the T the we got it to pronounce correctly the letter T instead of all these words from my sister's message so everything has ended well and it's all well yes it is what did Jonathan give you advice he well he said he didn't know what it would be unless somehow the key had gotten mislabeled well, he was right on it. He was. He was right on that. Yes. Yeah, the key or the dictionary. Yeah, like something. talked about what you could put something in the dictionary, and so when you type a letter or part of a word, it could read a whole string of stuff. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, mine was reading a whole string of stuff. And, and um, you know, well, Apple had looked at the keyboard dictionary and didn't find a problem there. And... Um, so, you know, and my friend Kathy kept saying, well, call Apple. I said, I've already talked to them three times. <laughs> they do have that feature, though, that you can set it where it, you can type a letter and it'll type a couple letters and it'll type a string of text. What do they call that? I don't know. Is that it's predictive text? Predictive texting. Well, I don't know if it's predictive text, no, but yeah. No, it's not predictive text. It's like a shortcut. Like Right, uh, like if you want to type FYI, then it would type for your information. Yeah, whatever that's called, maybe that's what text she expansion. I know my daughter always types to me Texas, OMG, which uh, means oh my god, I think, or yeah. OMW on my way and stuff like that. I got to learn shorthand with her. Oh yeah. Well, I, my my Virginia, she used to try to talk to me in text, and she'd say a whole string of stuff, and I, I was still maybe back on the first letter of what she'd said, and um, but you know she she'd say a whole te- a whole sentence in like one letter. I, I mean, like you know, like um, well, she used to say things like. I D G A D. Say that again. I D G A D. Okay. Was one of her was one of her famous ones. Oh. Hey guys, what time uh, do we need to start our demo, Chris? Probably, I would say about ten ten. If we're going to have time for the recipe too. Okay. That's about four minutes away. Ten fifteen. Oh well, let's get it started. Yeah. Joe, I, I know you got your hand raised. Do you have a quick question? Oh, the audio now unmuted. Oh yeah, I I I just want to do the simple weather report that I didn't do anyway. Here in in Albuquerque, it's forty four degrees, and we have. Wind advisory, cloudy thunderstorms, all that activity up to 50 degrees. So here at Mike's side, here at the coffee club, what a great opportunity and what what a great guest to start out with. Thank you. And I just wanted to say hello, a quick good morning to everybody. Since I didn't get a chance to, so I just very good. Say hi, and all is well here. We're spending the day here at home, and you know. So we're staying out of the weather. So if it wants to rain, let it rain. (laughs) 
Well, here we go. You might as well get that started. And thank you, Ellen. Um, we'll get started. Um, Chris and Dave, if you you want to do your recipe first, or do you want me to just go right into um, the demo? Let's do the demo first, just in case somebody might have a question at the end. All right. One, two, three, go. Well, good morning, everyone. Today we are going to do another exciting demo. Chris and I made a purchase here a week or so ago. We are we're always looking for gadgets, but this thing uh, we think is a pretty neat device. It is a it's called a meter block. And what that means is it is a uh, wireless thermometer which connects to this box by Bluetooth and then the box converts the signal to Wi-Fi so that you can use it with your iPhone. But don't give up because there's some you don't have to use with an iPhone. I'm going to talk a little about those. And so um, this unit, it comes with uh, four probes, four wireless probes, and they're pretty small. And one of the reasons that Chris and I made the purchase is because you can put it, the probe in the air fryer, and since there's no wires, it can fit, it can go in the air fryer, and you can set your tar- target temperature and stuff like that to monitor the temperature of your meat or whatever it is you want to f- fry in there. Um, you can use the thermometers for that. Yeah. Pretty amazing. So the first thing I'm going to do is turn over to Chris and let her give you some information about the product, uh, about the meter block. Okay, and, and I need to tell you, I misspoke. You do need your iPhone. You don't need the block. There are some ways you can do this without having to worry about the the intermediate step of the block. Anyway, this is what we're going to do today is called the meter block, though. There's two other meters, and I'll talk about them in a minute. And it's spelled M-E-A-T-E-R, like meat, like chicken and beef and pork. This is You can go to meterblock.com and see them. You can get the meter block with four probes for $299.95, or you can get the meter block with two probes for $229.95. You can also get what's called the meter plus smart meat thermometer for $99.99, and that comes with one probe. Uh, No, I'm sorry, that comes with two probes. Or you can get the plain meter, which is $68.99, which is just one probe. Now, with the meter and the meter plus, you do not need the block. The meter is all Bluetooth. It Bluetooths to your phone. The the probe Bluetooths to your phone. Um, So that's going to mean you're not going to get a lot of range. So if you can stay close by, that's fine. The meter plus... Bluetooth to your phone, but if you have a second device with the meter app installed, you can leave that second device at home and take your first device and still use and look at your meter thermometer while you're out and about. It uses that 
Bluetooth to your second device you left at home, which goes to your Wi-Fi, which you can pick up from the cell towers on your phone you have with you. So that's a little confusing, but that's how it works. Now, the meter block, as Dave said, will um, pick up the probes and then it will send that over Wi-Fi to your phone so you don't have so many connection problems and that's why we went with that. Now you can buy any one of these at Amazon.com or you can go to Meter.com M-E-A-T-E-R.com or you can go to MeterBlock.com it'll all get you to the same website. Unfortunately, we have not been able to find a phone number to call. There is a support email. And so, and you can chat with them. So, if we find a phone number, we'll get Bill to go pull up the notes and stick it in at some point. But so far, we've not found one, and we have really, really looked. Okay. So... I'll attempt to describe the, well, first of all, the wireless probes, as we said on this one, there's four of them. They're all, they're both, all four are identical. And because we have the meter block, the block is a, it's like a wooden box. It's about uh, maybe four inches wide, maybe, maybe five inches wide, five six inches, inches tall, maybe. If you stood it up, it'd yeah. probably be about six inches tall. And it's about an inch and a half thick, maybe. Yeah, that's about it right. It looks like a block. It's a wooden block with a touch screen on the top of it, so uh, keep that in mind. And um, on uh, once, if if you if you have it turned, if you have the block turned with the touch screen away from you, if you lay it flat on the table, and the touch screen is up in the air, but you know facing up, but it's away from you. On the left hand side of the block, there's a cutout there, and and that's where your four probes go in uh, into the block for storage when you're not using them or if you want to charge the probes. Um, Now, what's really weird about this thing is the block has four AA batteries in there and they charge the probe. And 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 they call that block also a charger, which really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But it, it does, since it does charge the batteries, I guess that's how they're getting around to, around it. And the batteries in the block in the in the block itself are not rechargeable. Right. So you have to change the batteries every so often. I don't know, fifty five, fifty six hours. It's okay. just good if if you used it solid, which is pretty good. And you change the batteries in the block. Anyway, um, if you flip the if you flip the block upside down, <clears throat> the top, uh, and you look and you just touch. That's going to be the back of the block. And if you touch up around the top, there is a, a cutout in the top of the block. It you know you can put your fingers in and you put your fingers in there and pull the back off. It's like it connects by a magnet, I think. And uh, you can take the top off or the back off and put in your four AA batteries. And 
ours did come with the batteries and so what they did was they put tabs in there that, um, that you just pull out and then the batteries are ready to go. That's really, and there is a stand on the block. It's it's a metal framework that goes around the outside edge of the block. About halfway around, that's the bottom. Right. And if you take a couple of fingers and put it on that stand, like some fingers on one side and a, and a thumb or so on the other side of that stand of that metal piece, and you take your other hand and you pull, um, pull the wooden part of the block away away from the metal, and that becomes a that metal becomes a stand. It holds it up sort of like a book stand might at about that angle. Yeah, it does. And that on the side of the wooden block, once you have that stand opened up, there's a USB port where you can plug in a uh, USB charger. It's a regular five volt USB charger. You can use anything, any no, they don't any one of those cable. that they don't they they don't give you that. But any any uh, like an iPhone charger or anything like that will work. So. I guess. That's, that's on the right-hand side near the bottom. And when that stand is down and the meter block is laying flat on the table, you don't see that port. The stand covered. covers up that when it's down, so when it's closed, you have it covers advantage. up the port. We told you where it was. We had to call Ira to find it. We could not find it. I didn't realize that opened up. No, we so. didn't know it was a stand because it looks like it's built in and it's not. So anyway, I'm going to turn this over to Chris right now. Okay, the thermometers, each one of the probes, as Dave said, has rechargeable batteries, and they are charged by the block. Or if you plug the USB port into the block... Charge the probes. Yeah, that will charge the probes. It will not recharge the batteries in the block. It will only take priority and charge the batteries in the probes with the USB instead of using the batteries in the block. Now, there's four probes, and if you have the block on its stand, if you have the stand pulled out and have it on its stand, the probes are placed in point up. Um... They look like skinny ink pens. They're about five inches long, and they would remind you of a skinny ink pen with the point on it and all. A nice metal ink pen. Um, the thermometers themselves are ceramic. The handles are metal. There are two slots. If you take your fingernail, you can feel up and down the probe, there are two slots. One about halfway down and closest to the tip is the slot that you have to cover with the meat. So when you put it in the meat, you still want to put it in the thickest part of the meat in the center, still not touching the bone or any big pockets of fat if you can help it. And that is, you have to push it in till it covers that slot. The other slot is right where the handle joins the ceramic part of the thermometer. You do not want to put it in past that slot, but you have to put it in past that first slot in order not to damage the ceramic probes because the oven is going to get a lot hotter than your meat is going to get. The metal handles can 
withstand a temperature up to, I think it's 500 and... 522. 522, okay. I thought it's... Okay. Um, and the ceramic part of the probe can handle a temperature up to 200 and I believe it's 12 something like that anyway hotter than you would usually cook your meat now that that thermom the probe also ha- it has two t- it measures two temperatures it measures the temperature of whatever you want to you know, like your meat if in in our case they, today it'll be chicken they call it that the internal temperature okay and in the very end of the uh, probe the, the, the not the end with the tip but the opposite end the handle there's another sensor in there that measures the ambient temp- temperature like the the temperature around like the fryer or whatever or the grill or the, or the oven grill. Or what, the only place you can't use these is in a pressure cooker right so you don't or a microwave want, yeah you don't want to put it in a microwave and you don't want to put it in the pressure cooker so, so that's what the two slots are for and fortunately you can feel them you got to look for them but you can feel them and that that uh, first one has to be covered the second one should not be covered the one closest to the handle so I guess we are ready to make sure the block is set up and we're ready to put the probes in. Well, no, let's let's connect it first. So ours is connected, so I can't show you that. But what you're going to need to know, you're going to need to, once you pull the tab on the batteries, then you're going to need to know where the power button is. If it's standing on the stand, the power button is on the right-hand side. On the screen. On the screen, yeah, near the top. This you have to do from the screen. You're going to have to have some help on this unless you've got pretty good vision. So we called Ira, and and a word to the wise, um, when you're labeling the screen, put the labels either right beside or just above or just below the actual button because the screen will not recognize a touch through a dot, not even a lock dot. So you're going to need to uh, put a dot on your power button and or near it and in, in such a way that you can know where the button actually is. And the screen is super, super sensitive. The next, the thing you're going to be asked to do once you turn it on, <clears throat> you're going to be asked um, to use Bluetooth. Yeah, to use Bluetooth in your, and you say yes, of course. Uh, download the app from the App Store or the Google Play Store and get your account set up just like any other account with a password and so forth. Um, you're going to need to connect it to your Wi-Fi you're going to need to choose your network on the screen, <clears throat> on the block screen. And you will need some help with that yeah. because there's no, obviously, there's no speech. Once you, once you get past the connection to the Wi-Fi, uh, I believe I'm correct in, in telling you that everything else is accessible. Well, with one exception, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Right. Um, you can enter the password, I believe, on your phone. So that's not a problem. Um, you don't have to enter the password on the screen, which is really nice. Um, 
the exception is then you come up to the next part. Do you want to use Wi-Fi or do you want to use it as a standalone? Because you can use it as a standalone. We can't, but sighted people could. So you need to make sure Wi-Fi is selected and hit OK. Now there's a there's a there's a circle in that screen. You can't feel it, and even if you could, you couldn't put your fingers on it because every time you barely touch it, you do stuff. But it's got four arrows and an OK button in the center, like a lot of circles. Um, once you choose Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi is highlighted, and you need to press the OK button. Then you're okay until you change the batteries in the block. And when you change the batteries in the block and you put new batteries in, you're, you're, it's going to be, if you had it on Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi is still going to be highlighted. So all you have to do is press the OK button. So the solution we came up with was to put a great big bump dot on the right arrow button so that we know if we go to the left of that button, we're going to say, okay. So now we, we are able to do it. And we did try it with Ira a couple times and it works. Now with the sighted person, they wouldn't have that problem, but no, uh, because they, they, they would use the right and left arrows and stuff like that for menus and stuff where we don't have to do that because we can control the, all those with the phone. So if a sighted person ever needs to get to your settings on the screen for any reason you're going to have to take that button off but we decided to take that chance because it's more important that every time we change the batteries we don't have to get some help with it so um, that right arrow button is not used on that particular screen it's only used when you get into the settings and we figure we're going to be doing that on the phone so that's the, the choice we made you might make a different one and that's fine but that's how it works, and when you get into your phone, what you're going to see is... Let me get my phone out. Three notifications. See you then. Two minutes ago. Whisper. Clear. See you. Clear. Get that Clear all out the of my way. Yes. <laughs> get lots of those. I'm going to go into... One on red message. Meter. 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 Meter cloud status. Connecting. Button. Connecting. Meter cloud status. Connecting. Button. This is connecting. Meter cloud. Show menu. Button. Meter cloud status. Connected. Button. Okay. Meter cloud status is connected. Show menu. Button. There's a menu that has settings and all kinds of notifications in there that you can notify when it's time for the meat to rest, notify if it goes above the temperature you set on the internal temperature, notify if it goes above on ambient temperature, whatever you set, notify when meat is done, notify just before meat is done. There's all kinds of notifications. Meter block probe one connected via Bluetooth. No okay. code currently set up. Internal temperature, 67 degrees. Target temperature, not available. Ambient temperature, not available. Okay, it's going to say that on all the probes because I turned the block on. The block is on. I'm going to pull. We're going to use two probes, so I'm going to pull out probes one and four. And I'm going to go over here and I am going to put them in the chicken. 
Okay, what I had to do because we had had it on um, USB Alert. power. Meter block row four. Reconnected. If it'll be meter quiet. One connected via meter link. No now it's going to say temperature. connected. Target temperature. Not available. Ambient temperature. 79 degrees. As soon as it Button. decides to show. Meter shut block row one connected via meter link. No cook currently set off. Internal temperature. Okay, I'm going to let you hear that they're connected and it's going to say via meter link. If you have a block and it says via Bluetooth, then you need to go touch that OK button that's where your Wi-Fi is highlighted. Because if it's Bluetooth, that's not going to give you a good range. If it says meter link, you're good to go on the Wi-Fi. It, it, it will work, but if you get about 30 feet away from the even with your phone air fryer, for example, you might lose connection. That's why you want to use the Wi-Fi. If you ha- if you choose to buy the block. Meter block pro four connected via meter link. No cook currently set up. Internal temperature 58 degrees. Target temperature not available. Ambient temperature 75 degrees. We haven't Button. set up a cook yet. Meter block pro one connected via meter link. No cook currently set up. Internal temperature, 58 degrees. Target temperature, not available. Ambient temperature, 75 degrees. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into probe one. We're going to do this for both probes, but we're only going to show you one because that just takes up a lot of time. So we're going to go into probe one. Block well, double tap. Don't set up. Heading. Tap to set up cook. Tap button. to set up cook button. I'm going to go there. I want to cook. Alert. Meter block probe one. Disconnected. Beef. Button. Pork. It's not button. disconnected. I don't know why Coltry. I said that. Button. Poultry. Animal. Chicken. Button. Poultry. Chicken. Cup. Pull. Button. Poultry. Chicken. Cut. Pull. Breast. Button. Thigh. Button. I'm going to... Breast. Button. Let's see. That's probe one is in the thigh. Chicken thigh. Temperature reduce temperature by one. De- temperature value is one hundred seventy degrees. One hundred seventy. That's fine. You can re- reduce temperature by one degree. Reduce button. temperature by one degree. If you tap there, you'll get one degree, or you can increase it by one degree. Increase temperature by one degree. Meter recommends one medium well. Well done. Dry. What more about you? toolbar settings? More about USD toolbar. Help button. Start cook button. We're gonna start cook. Start cook. View all devices. Then we're going to go to cook start. Meter block probe one. Chicken thigh. Show menu. Button. View all devices. View all devices. That's how you get back to meter block probe four connected via meter link. Probe four. Page four of four. Tap to set up cook. Button. Tap to set up cook. Alert. Beef. Pork. Poultry. We are going to do the whole thing. That's okay. It won't take long. Chicken. Poultry. Oh. Breast. Breast. Probe four is in the breast. Temperature. Chicken breast. Temperature value is 167 degrees. Triple tap to edit. Button. Reduce temperature. That sounds okay to me. Medium well. Start so cook. we're going to start Button. cook. Heading. Temperature. Start cook. I missed Button. start cook. Start cook. There we go. View all devices. Now, Button. that's how that works. So she's putting the chicken now. She has the probes in the chicken, as, as she said, and she is putting them in the air fryer right now. Now, we have not used these probes yet in the air fryer, so we are um, going to find out how well it works. Uh, she sprayed, just sprayed some ham I'm still on the pieces of chicken. So that she, before she puts the basket into the air fryer. That way they will crisp up real good, or should. Now when you're doing this, it cautions you to make sure 
that your thermometers are an inch away from your from the side. sides of the oven, the air fryer, whatever you're putting it in. They set this thing up for grill, so they talk a lot about the grill. But you, you don't have to use the grill. You can use anything you want except the microwave and the pressure cooker. So we got the Kasuri dual blaze started, and that'll be a demo for another day. It's too hard to do, to do two at once, and it takes too long anyway. So we will we'll handle the Kasuri dual blaze later. So let's go in here to the meter. Meter. View all devices. Button. Six minutes since cook start. No cook so six minutes yet. since cook start. It really hasn't been, but you know you got to start everything at some point, so it, that doesn't matter because I don't have it timed. I have it temperatured, so that's okay. Internal temperature fifty-eight degrees. Fifty-eight degrees. Target temperature one hundred sixty-seven degrees. Target is this is the brass sixty-seven. Ambient temperature sixty-nine degrees. So it's going to go down. Right now it's kind of close to some cold chicken. So you can see how it works. Degrees. Now it's up to 70, the ambient is. The internal is not going to go up yet, but you see the ambient's going up pretty fast. 75 degrees. 75. Anyway, we'll be back when it gets a little 77 degrees. closer. While she is, while we're waiting for the chicken to fry. <laughs> um, well, there wasn't a time on the meter. Just since we we didn't use a time on the meter because we we're going by temperature. Now you you can, uh, you know, if 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 you want to put the time in there, you can do that. But anyway, uh, and those to set those are picker items. So you swipe up or down, up to go up in temperature and down to go down in temperature. Swipe with one finger. And you do the same with the time if you if you wanted to set the time. The way I find the middle of my meat and know that it's going to be in there about right. Now, you should know on these, the sensors are not right in the tip like they are most thermometers. It's I'm going to guess about an inch from the tip. It's about halfway between the tip and that first notch. So what I do is I place my finger where I think the tip the, where I think the middle of the meat is judging by each side. And then I lay the thermometer on there so that about where the sensor is is about where my finger is and that's how I determine how far in to shove that to get the sensor in the center, but meanwhile making sure that that first slot is covered with meat. So it's a little tricky and there is a learning curve and sometimes you don't get it centered right away. Even sometimes now I don't get it centered right away. Even with a regular probe. Right, even with a regular that. probe that happens. So if you see that your temperature is climbing too quickly, like for example, if it's climbing a degree every five or six seconds, that's too fast. So you get a feel for that. It should, like I can show you right now, 13 minutes since cooks. Internal temperature, 82 degrees. 82. It's climbed some. So it's not, it doesn't seem to be climbing ultra fast. 83 degrees. 83. 
View all devices. Button. Hmm? What about the other probe? Uh, the other probe. View all devices. It's button. in the breast. View all that was the thigh. Meter, meter block probe four connected via meter link. Page three of four. Okay, Target temperature, 100, ambient temperature, target temperature, one, internal temperature, 69 degrees. 69. So it's not climbing as quickly. So that may mean that I have the thigh probe slightly off. Well, it's going to take the but breast a little longer. 70 degrees. Go. Right. But the, the breast was easier to get the probe into correctly because the breast is longer than the thigh, so you have more meat to work with. You can't put it in crossways on either of degrees. them because if you do, you don't View all devices. cover Button. that slot. You have to cover that slot. So, um, you know, we're going to have to kind of watch the thighs. And Can you tell them how you switch from one probe to the other to, so they <clears throat> see them? You go to View All Devices. View All Button. Devices. And you double tap on that. View All Devices. Then you choose what you want to see. Probe one. Internal temperature, 89 degrees. Target temperature, 170 degrees. Actually, you, temperature, 402 degrees. Actually, minutes have elapsed. 17 minutes before cook-ins. Be quiet. Button. You don't have to um, necessarily even go in there. You can see them if you just let it read. Because I and, and it's estimating a cook time now. 17 minutes until cook ends. Now, that is an estimate, so... Don't. It's they're pretty good, but don't take it to the bank. Yeah, it'll keep adjusting itself <clears throat> yeah. anyway. Now I'm going to swipe down here with one finger to the right. I'm going to swipe till I hear probe four, and I'm going to let you hear its estimated time. Meter block. Meter block probe four connect. Meter block. Oops. Meter block probe four connected via meter link. Chicken breast. Internal temperature 76 degrees. Target temperature 167 degrees. Ambient temperature 385 degrees. 14 minutes have elapsed. 20 minutes before cook ends. Button. See now that one's saying 20 minutes before cook ends. Well, that's a breast. That probably that's makes right. Sense. That's right. It's a bigger piece of meat, you know, and it's also thicker than a thigh. So anyway, it ought to be smelling really good here pretty soon. While we're waiting, there's something I, I think you folks should know, and this is really neat. It's a really neat idea to be able to, for people with no sight to be able to do this. We are using two apps at the same time, two Wi-Fi apps. One is the meter block with the uh, two probes that are connected to it, and it's connected to the Wi-Fi. And we're also using the dual blaze uh, Kasari. The V-Sync app. Uh, the V-Sync app for the uh, Kasari air fryer, which is also connected to the Wi-Fi. If only we had a bird app where we could turn her off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't have an app for the bird. Well, can't win them all. But anyway, and Chris can uh, switch from one app to the other so she can see what the air fryer is doing. Um, if she needs to, and she can also switch back to the meter block app. And, or we can have one app open on each phone. Right. We could do that. We've done that before. That's, that's another idea. If you've got two phones, you could have one set for one app for the air fryer and the other one set to the meter block. We have been known to use two air fryers. The, the V-Sync app, we have two Kasori's. One is dual blaze and one is a plain Wi-Fi. Uh, the dual blaze is also Wi-Fi, but we have actually used 
the same app and run both air fryers at the same time, which is nice. Well, we've actually used three. Yeah, we had. We had, uh, there was one, one point where we were using the June oven, which is also Wi-Fi, <laughs> and we were using two air fryers. And it gets a little confusing. you got to remember, well, wait a minute, which one I got to go to? But uh, we well, were able to do it and, and, and be able to see the temperatures and everything on all three. I know that some people get tired of hearing about Wi-Fi stuff. But the thing about it is it grants us access we wouldn't otherwise have. And that's a... Okay, not to use them. It's fine. Five minutes before cooking. So, oh, a rain alert. Great. Anyway, um, so we. I know people get annoyed with that sometimes, and they think we do it too much. But we we need access, and we just don't have access. Think more and more things are going touch screen, and. I'm sorry, I, I truly am for the people who really can't use touch screens and um, iPhones, and I know that they're out there, and I'm really sorry about that. But for the rest of us, it is going to be our primary access, I'm afraid. Yeah, some, sometimes they come out with devices with buttons, and other times they don't. And uh, it's a real shame that they can't do both. And uh, some companies right now are doing that. Uh, they're coming out with machines with buttons. Uh, they just have to make them accessible so that you know what you're doing when you go into the menus with the buttons. But sometimes you can't win them all. Is that right, folks? Yep. Okay, my phone tells me that the thighs are about seven minutes away from being done, and my breast is about, well, less than five, it says. Meter block probe one. That's going to tell me it's meter less than status. five minutes. Less, yeah. The switcher. problem is meter. Close meter. I Close didn't meter. have I didn't have the um, app closed, so you didn't hear the alarms. I have since closed the app. Activate. Close basing. So Close you basing. will hear meter. the alarms now when they go off. So um, I'm just going to remind you that you can go to meterblock.com. That's M-E-A-T-E-R-B-L-O-C-K.com. And you can find the four probes for $299.95 or two probes, if you only want two, you can buy two more later, for $229.95. You can also go to meter.com, M-E-A-T-E-R.com, and find the same thing. You can buy a meter plus, which comes with two probes. Bessing, now, sunshine, your food is ready. Ira. That's the air fryer. Sunshine, meter is ready. Okay, we had our V-Sync go off before the food was quite up to temperature, so I had to reset it, but that's okay. You just turn it Messages. back on. One on red message. It's fine. Meter. Meter. Oh, let's see. I was going to leave that Alert. Closed. Meter block probe four. Reconnected. Reconnected. Okay. So meter. I'm going to have to go in here. They're just... Meter block probe one connected via meter cloud. Chicken thigh. In 
Internal temperature, 147 degrees. Target temperature, 170 degrees. Ambient temperature, 392 degrees. Zero minutes have elapsed six minutes before cook ends. Button. Six minutes. And it said zero because I took it out of the app switcher. Meter block, meter block probe four connected via meter link. Chicken breast. Internal temperature, 149 degrees. Target temperature, 167 degrees. Ambient temperature, 350 degrees. 27 minutes have elapsed three minutes before cook ends. Button. Okay, one is six minutes, one is three minutes. And that's because the breast is bigger. So it's going to take that a little bit longer. And you can hear the, because it's getting close, the app is warning me. If you get it, whoops, get it kind of close, you can hear it. Just hang on a second. Yeah, there it goes. Little, little. I don't know whether the yeah, uh, it'll pick recorder that will with, pick that yes, up or not. Yes, it will with compression. It will because it picks up those door locks. It'll pick that up. <clears throat> Sounds like a little blink. Because it keeps estimating the time because it goes by what the actual temperature is. So. That's why it's nice to have one of these these things because you can get some real accurate readings. Anyway, I was telling you that the Meter Plus is available for, let me find it here, I lost my place, um, $99.99. And the Meter Standalone Probe with an app is available for $68.99. The app from the App Store or the Google Play Store is free. You can also buy these products on Amazon. They're really about the same price, but there will be links to both in the uh, on the website. So, and again, there's no phone number. Okay, my because I reconnected everything, even though it said zero minutes. Of, meter alert. Meter block probe one chicken thigh. Remove from heat. Okay, it says those are ready. Heat alert. Meter block probe four chicken breast. Remove from heat. They're both ready at the same time. How about that? Well, that works. So now we're going to go <laughs> over here and we're going to. We're getting alarms. Yeah. I'm going to close that out of the app switcher. Close meter. Closing meter. So it doesn't continue to go off. And then you can turn your block off. <laughs> Not her head either. Oh, I heard that. <laughs> my dad always said, I'm going to knock your block off. And he meant my head. But, uh, well, <laughs> he probably had a good reason for saying that, I guess. <laughs> Who knows? The last alarm we got was a rest. Resting is complete. Resting complete because after we took the, um, you, you let it set till it cools enough. That's called resting. And then there was the alarm that I missed. It said resting complete. Well, and the other thing you need to know is it tells you when you take the probes out, let them cool some before you try to wash them. And of course, since they're metal, the handles are metal. The handles will be hot. So, it, but it says that you may damage the ceramic if you shock them and put them in water too quickly. Right. Okay, well, the chicken is done, as you kind of figured. 
And um, they wouldn't get to hear the frying, but they'll get to hear the air fryer on the next. Yeah, one. that'll be on the next uh, one of the next demos. It was sizzling really good when I took it out. It sure was, was. crispy on top, nice and crispy and everything. Anyway, that's how the unit works. If you have any questions, you can always email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And if he doesn't have the answers, he'll get a hold of us, and we will make sure you get the answers to the questions that you might have. Or if you have any questions or comments regarding the meter or the meter block or the meter plus during this broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646 876 9923 that's 646-876-9923 press pound as instructed when you're asked for a meeting ID enter 287-723-4600 that's 287-723-4600 press pound again and when you're asked for a user ID press pound one more time and you'll be in the Zoom room with us where you can ask your question or make your comment regarding meter. Well, right now I'm ready to eat. We're having fried chicken, macaroni salad, and pork and beans, and homemade applesauce cake for dessert. Anyway, everyone be safe, have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. And stay tuned for another Another exciting exciting demo. demo. Well, there you go. I think you'll enjoy that. um, The cooking and that. There, fix my... Other than the setup, you know, once you get past certain steps, you know, it... And once it's done, you only have to do it once anyway. So, you know, the, the app works really well. So, do we have any questions about this meter? Jeff? No, no questions here. I, I, I eat everything maybe except the pork and beans, but the, the, the macaroni salad and the chicken and the applesauce cake. Well, the chicken it's a, was really good. It's a given. You're not going to like everything. <laughs> <laughs> we we could offer you some lima beans instead. Thank you, Chris. I'm just so, I'm, I I love you too, Chris. <laughs> so I think she's asking it was, you. It, it it was very good, a uh, very crispy. It just just the way we like it. That's the nice thing about the nuka sori is you really don't have to turn things over. That and makes we'll it probably bad. do the Nuka Sori next because we haven't done it yet. That was what you were using today? Let me yes. dip on the demo, I should say. Uh-huh. How many, how many pieces of fried chicken did you get in there? Um, I got five. No, let's see. I got, I think I got five thighs and a breast. But, it, of course, it depends on how big they are and which pieces. You could probably get four breasts pretty easily you could probably get six thighs you could probably get oh i don't know maybe maybe eight chicken legs maybe how would you do i know you think it's crazy and i i know you can put those in there but how would you measure 
I buy these chicken leg quarters, which you put the probe in the in the in the front of the thing where the skin is, and put just it, you put the probe in the thigh. Well, you you'd okay. start at the end opposite the leg, you know, where the leg joins the thigh. You'd start at the other end and put it through the skin as best you can into the thickest part of the thigh without touching the bone. Okay. And you just kind of stick it through. You just yeah. have to make sure it goes in past that notch, that first notch. The, the, nice, the nice thing about those probes that they're very small, you know. So they're skinny. Yeah. They're skinny. And, you know, so that, that's one of the reasons we liked it, because it, it can work in an air fryer. It can work in a regular oven or regular grill. grill. What are we making for a recipe, Chris? We are, amazingly enough, it's chicken. It's caramelized chicken wings or legs. Well, actually, legs or wings. And it's two and a half pounds of chicken legs or wings, two tablespoons of oil, olive or any kind. It says olive oil, but you could use about any kind. One half cup of soy sauce. Two tablespoons of ketchup, three quarters cup of honey, two or three garlic cloves minced, and salt and pepper to taste. You're going to spray a 9 by 13 pan with nonstick spray. Preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Place the chicken in the sprayed pan. And in a separate bowl, mix together your oil, soy sauce, ketchup, honey, garlic, salt, and pepper. Pour that evenly over chicken. Bake in preheated oven for one hour or until sauce is caramelized. Boy, that sounds good. Oh, does that sound good. Good stuff. You would eat all of it. He'd have to drink I another would two eat cups. All of it. Of it. And then on the side, you can have lima beans. No, that's all. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> you'd be full of chicken, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Your chicken legs and quarters or whatever you get would not taste so good. <laughs> I know. That sounds good, actually, Chris. It really does. Yeah, it's sort of. You could add a little Tabasco sauce, and you could have something like Nashville hot, sort of. That's cool. By the way, I have I have one more of those uh, Jimmy the Baker. Um, what did I, did I buy? Those cinnamon things. Those those uh, crumb cakes. Yeah, that, I have one left. That's it. And oh, we have some of those upstairs. And actually, the chocolate. I don't usually like chocolate chip muffins or stuff like that all that well. Although I wouldn't turn one down if it was offered to me. But those are really good. We got the combo that had the cinnamon. The chocolate and the blueberry. It had four cinnamon. I mean, four blueberry, four chocolate, and eight cinnamon. We have four. six left, I think. I know they're they're so good. I, I my my daughter wanted to take all of them with her. I said, no, 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 no. You can have a few. Take a few home. Joe, you have your hand raised. Can you oh, unmute yourself, please? Real quick. Anyway, letting the world know, at Best Buy, Geek Squad. Pork is alive and well and growing. In fact, they are adding to the people that they have. And we use their support all the time, and it, it is superbly great. It is well intact. 
Uh, yeah, as a matter of this is Ellen here, and also as a matter of fact, they used to have like two two guys that come out in the field and you know do service, but now they have five. In fact, um, they just hired a lady to do to do that job too. We haven't met her yet because we haven't had to, but it you know just thought I'd let you know at least here. In Albuquerque, there are five people to do the tech work out in the field. Thank you, Ellen. Sure. Well, one quick thing, very quick. And JR called me and sent me a text message. I don't know if you guys know that, of course, his sister Marianne lives in Boulder, Colorado, and they had to be evacuated because of the wildfires in the area. They are very lucky. They, were, they did not lose their home. Nothing happened, but they, well, they were inconvenienced for... I think about 12 hours, but they are okay, just to let you guys know that uh, both Marianne and her husband, Paul, uh, are doing well back in Boulder, Colorado. Very good. Um, Not much else really going on. Um, Jennifer, how how many baskets are in that freezer and shelves? There's two... Um, doors, drawers that come out like I call them half drawers. In the bottom, they're like side by side, but they're fairly deep. And then there's shelves on the side, or oh yeah, there's lots of shelves. So I would imagine it's bigger than the one we've got at home. It's bigger because the just the shelves are. There's more distance between shells, I think. They're higher. You should get yourself one of those giant hams and put in there and cook that up. You know, they're hard to find now. You can't get them. Medellin has them back. Do they? Yeah, Easter's Uh uh, on the 17th. Yeah. Of April. Yeah, that's when Easter will be. Oh, and they'll start selling hams like crazy, buddy. And they'll be back. I'm about two minutes away from, uh, what's the name of that store? Honey Ham? Is that what it's called? Honey uh, Baked yeah, Ham. Honey Baked Ham. That's right, right, right next to me. Not too far from me. Just don't let Kelly bake your ham. <laughs> okay. You yeah, know that the, commercial? The commercial. I've honey baked ham, Kelly baked ham. Nobody wants oh. a Kelly baked ham, not even Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What's that, but, Tim? No, I was just saying that I I agree. You don't want Kelly to. <laughs> <laughs> baked ham. So, Tim, let's see here. What have you got coming up on your show since you've only been on part-time this week? But I'm as guilty, so. Well. Uh, It'll be hopefully a whole show today, <laughs> and uh, and are are you, uh, Bill? I can't remember. You said you're not going to be on today. Right, not going to be on. I have to go to the doctor. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, so Tim, you can you can work from eleven till three. No, just kidding. No, I'm just... I, 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 I don't know. Anyway, uh, that might talk about my new phone a little bit and play lots of great music we got requests in already for quite a few things but 
plenty of room for more. So, all set for that. So you are ready to go. Well, we'll be ready here and uh, hopped together up my... Well, if they did the last three months the way they messed up my medicine, we're in real trouble. But we'll see. I broke a record of 25 days without that, and that's not a good thing to do. Well, mine was the opposite way. They were giving me, well... Somehow they got, uh, they have an automatic refill deal on my prescriptions, and somehow I ended up getting double what I was supposed to get. <laughs> I'd rather get double, but. Yeah, I guess I would. We're finally getting CBS whipped into shape, but it is nice to be able to take your prescription, and the very same day they'll deliver them by ship. So you can have them right there at your door instead of having them shipped from far away or whatever. They bring it right to your right to your door because there's a lot I had to go through, though. But when a doctor tries to give you a $10,000 prescription and it, it, my price went from when they denied it the price was $9,000 and when I finally got it approved and done right in the right medicine it was $1 so somebody's making some money yeah I always remember when my dad was on prescription and this was of course back in the 90s so it, it might be kind of comparable to yours but he was taking something that was costing him $1,200 a month Oh, and, uh, it's a good thing he had it. Yeah, he had he had good insurance, but I I hate to even think that. I mean, it shouldn't have to be that way. No, you're exactly right. Well, I guess it's about time to get out of here and say thank you to everyone. We want to thank Michael Babcock. Michael Law, all the people that called in, very interesting. So be sure to check out the AT Guys at ATGuys.com or call them on the phone. And does anybody know their phone number? Two. Ah, shoot, I had it here, but no, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, they did a great job, I thought, on. Michael did yeah well we'll have it mentioned for a few weeks and I can get it and I'll say it on okay. a few minutes here on my show okay alright guys thank you for everything off to the doctor go alright hold that floor title is zoom meeting hold that floor Escape. Thank you, sir.